Hello, welcome back to the Reflect Now podcast. Uh, if we haven't met, my name is Duncan. I'm so glad that you have joined us. If you don't know what this space is, um, this is a moment where we get to actually dive deep into people's stories, be inspired by what God is doing. Uh, we really believe here at City, we've spoken about it for 2021. God is doing something where we are reflecting heaven on earth. And what does that actually look like? Looking at people's lives, seeing their experiences tells us a lot about it. And so I'm joined by a very special guest. Um, joining me is Dikelo. Hello. Um, I'm so glad that you are here. Uh, if no one knows who Dikelo is, give us the, the, the quick snapshot. Wow, if I've never met you, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so my name is Dikelo Mamiala. I am 35 years old. So I am a software developer, a business analyst. I'm an associate producer for a production company. I'm a singer. I'm an actress. I'm a lover of Jesus, a lover of people. Yeah, I guess who I am will depend on the time of day you meet me. <laughs> mm. um, so some something we do on the podcast to mm-hmm. kind of kick us off, get us comfortable, because yep. we're having a conversation, yes, is just to do a little exercise. So we call it this or that. Okay. This or that. Basically, I'll give you two options. Just right. it, it will give us a window into who you are and what I you am. enjoy. So, okay, okay cool. first one is this. Um, pop or indie? Oh, man. I must say indie for now. I feel like that's in your heart of hearts. Knowing you, I'm like, you can't be the... Yeah. I know you love pop. That's fine. But the indie is there. You jam to things, but then, you know. Um, Text or call? Text. Do not call me. Yo, I panic. Why? I feel like You can say everything in a text. Why must we be like, um, so, um... It's 2021. No. Say what you need to say in a text. (laughs) Okay. But then are we talking like, um... WhatsApp, or are we talking like, wh- wh- what's your general text etiquette? Um, whatever. Get the message Where do voice notes fall in the equation? Oh, I'm a firm believer in 20-minute voice notes. Oh. See, say what you need to say with no um or ah, uh, because then if you're on a call, someone interrupts you, and then you don't get your point across, and then it's just like, say everything, and let me respond to everything. There we go. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. Um, let's go. Beach holiday, bush holiday. Beach. I'm not trying to be child by mosquito as relaxing. No. Okay, not your vibe. Um, would you say if you had to choose between um, book or a movie? Movie. No. Guys, oh, I used to love reading. And then you read this book and then five pages talking about that flower that is orange and it's blooming and how the wind is taking it and how it rem- No, just go back to the story. Show me the picture. In a movie, that is a whole two seconds. In a book, that's a whole five days of reading. I'm not trying to do that. I agree with you. I'm totally on board for that. (laughs) Um, So you might have noticed, Tequila is quite the creative. Um, So she does enjoy. And hey, you are the one who does like to be on camera and is on camera, does some very cool things. We'll get get into a bit of that. But first thing I want to start and kind of set the scene. Um, We, we I mean, it's a conversation we've kind of had even getting ready for this. Um, Something that's super important in your experience and your uh, walk is this idea of passion and dreams and things God has placed in your heart. You spoke about being um, a software analyst and at the same time, a performer and like yeah. we talk about the slash generation we've spoken about that before <laughs> uh, where you're just the CEO slash toilet cleaner slash this slash this slash this yeah. and I feel like that's a big that's a big thing that actually describes who you are because yeah. you do anything and everything and sometimes they don't necessarily go together software analysts business analyst and then on the other side a singer actress yeah. producer writer whatever that they're very cool but the question I have is in the realm of passion 
sometimes we know, and creatives especially will know this, um, it's sometimes difficult to get paid for your passion. Oh, yeah. And so how do you have these passions that, uh, or talents or gifts that God's given you? And you're trying to pursue them, but at the same time, how do you pursue your passions realistically? Mm. I think there's a difference between passion and that, ooh, that might be nice to do. Do you know? Um, so for me, the things that I'm passionate are the things that, you know, I have moments where like, if I'm not doing them, um, there's a part of me that's dying slowly and I don't know how to reconcile it um, until I do something about it. Um, I've taken about two sabbaticals in my working career as from being a software developer, data analyst, business analyst, all of this. Um, and usually whenever I've gotten to the point of taking a sabbatical, it's when I'm like, I'm clocking in, you know, eight to five every single day, but there's just something in me that's missing. I'm doing my job well enough, but I'm starting to resent my job because I'm not being fulfilled in a certain way. And then whenever I've taken my sabbatical, I then thrive and thrust myself into the creative space. Um, and so for me, I've realized that it's not only a passion, but it's something that like, it's almost like another breath of fresh air in my life. Mm. Um, so for me, realistically, I've had to kind of find a way to, to um, I don't know, it's more than a hobby for me. Mm. Um, but uh, the things that I'm passionate about, like creating content to being an actress, you know, because I'm I'm an associate producer for a production company, and I was lucky enough to be able to to be a producer. I've never studied this, but I'm learning on the job, and we're creating stuff. But that all costs money, mm. and how do I realistically do that and sustain something that I'm passionate about while um, uh, there is no actual income from it because you're an mm. independent producer? So I've had to kind of somehow leverage of the things that I studied. I've studied software development and it serves me, even though there's a moment where I've given up on it, it served me. Mm. Um, so I've had to kind of just be like, cause sometimes creative can be creatives can be airy fairy. I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to no, this makes me happy. Great. It makes you happy, but how do you make it actually work? Do you know? So for me, I've been lucky enough to be able to pursue my IT side, which have served me because it's intellectually and mentally stimulating, but then do the creative side that actually is me. It's like, I feel like it's the biggest part of me that reflects who God is mm. for me. And do you think it's like, it's not, they're not necessarily like at war with each other or like, no. like, like you're saying, there's a, there's a side where this, they just, they're very different and they're serving their purpose Correct. and giving you that space. And I think for me, I had to get to the space where, because, you know, you, you grow up, I don't know what kind of, you know, environment everybody's grown up in, but I grew up in that background of get a proper job. You finish university, you get a proper job and you do your work. I remember taking my first sabbatical and telling my parents that I'm taking a sabbatical. And my dad legit said, but this is a family decision. And in my mind, I'm like, uh, I, I don't understand how this is a family decision, you know? So, and I understand the context that they've grown up in is have a secure job, have a secure life. Um, but I had to get out of that mindset that it's either or, you know? Yeah. Um, I actually, like, I remember there was a time where, like when I was wrestling with God about the things that I'm passionate about, I don't want to do, but I can't do them. I don't have the money. And, blah, 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 blah. and like that whole concept of dreaming big, like God really just convicted me. Like, well, what does it look like to dream big in this mm. context? I want to be mentally and intellectually stimulated, which is what my IT side brings me. I want to be um, a performer. I love performing, like being on the stage and like, it's just something that brings life to me. I want to do that. Um, I want to be able to travel because also I love traveling. Traveling is something that yeah is also food for the soul for me. And I love meeting new people. So for me, God was just like, dream it all. Doesn't matter how it's going to work out. It's not for you to figure it out. It's for you to bring it to me. And to this day, it doesn't make sense half the stuff I've been able to do, but I'm so grateful for that revelation. And I think you touch on such an important thing, this idea of like sometimes um, 
people, the world, whoever might be parents, authority, friends, people around us. Mm. And I think you probably fall in that category of like people try to put you in a box and that's, that's not necessarily helpful. That's, and so you're running in multiple lanes. Yeah. And so w- where do you think that is helpful and where do you think it can be hurtful when people start to be like, no, 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 whoa, you're, you're just a one lane girl. Stay in your lane, just do software, that's it. Yeah. So I think like, I think, so the reason I've ended up being like a multiple lane girl, as you say, there's a slight FOMO in me. I'm not going to lie. Like the idea that something great could happen and I could have been a part of that, but I wasn't. And so I end up being like a yes woman. Like, oh, I'll try that. Like I'll always disclose. I have no experience, but I'll try. And if it works out, it works out. Um, and what ends up happening with that is that and maybe because of my go get it, like I'll do it. People always end up saying, oh, you'll be great at this and you'll be great. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, I'll try. Um, so on the one hand, you never know what opportunities you can fall into, whose mm-hmm. life you could impact, how you can impact your own life, how you can serve God mm. by just trying things and doing things, you know. Um, you try, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if it does work out, even more, even better. So I suppose in that way, it can be helpful because um, – then you're not putting yourself in your own box. Like I am just this, right? But it can be hurtful because, you know, as I said, I have become a bit of a yes woman mm. um, and I do have moments where I, I do get overwhelmed and then you kind of, you, you equate productivity with busyness and then when you're supposed to be having downtime, like I remember there was a day where I was so busy in the middle of the night going to the bathroom, like three o'clock in the morning, in my mind, I'm trying to, okay, what, what is going to happen tomorrow that is probably going to make me anxious? And I was legit in the dark trying to get anxious about something because I must be busy with something and mm. I must be thinking about something. If I'm not busy, then what am I doing? Do you know? And that's not productive. Do you no. know? That's just burnout. Um, and so, yeah. So I suppose in that way, it's, it's not helpful because it, it is, yeah, you're not really helping anyone. You're just stressing yourself yeah, out. Yeah, there's this hurtful angle to it. There's the negative Correct. side to it. There's the... Um, I've often I've often used it's the it's the shadow space of the thing that's giving yeah. bring, giving light and doing whatever. Yeah. Um, another side side that may sometimes also be negative when you're pursuing passions, pursuing dreams, and I'm sure there's a lot of people going, you know, this there's this dream God's put in my heart. There will be that moment where obstacles get in the way, where opposition comes against it. Often we don't see the full mm. picture in front of us. Mm. Um, and I know you've spoken even to me about moments you've had like that. Uh, in, even in the not so distant past around, hey, this doesn't look like how God had originally said, I don't know how this is going to happen. Um, <laughs> so maybe talk to us about that when you're in that space where you're not necessarily oh hearing God, seeing God, gosh. knowing how it, how it plays out. You know what? <laughs> this for me, I think, hit home during the initial lockdown phase. Um, because the second sabbatical I took, I quit my job as a system analyst and I went to go work on a cruise ship, a uh, cruise liner, German cruise liner. Loved it. Loved, like a most amazing experience. I got to sing for a living. Um, so it was great. Do you know? Um, and then when I came back into the country, the, uh, the idea was to go back, you know, but then I didn't. And then I then joined this production company as an associate producer and we started making content. Um, it was amazing. We, um, we produced a show called Working Wife, which is now on Showmax. Um, mm-hmm. um, super plug. Super plug. <laughs> super plug. Um, and that was amazing. Great experience, you know. Um, and then, but also this whole thing was on a no budget, shoestring budget situation, right? Um, I don't have a full-time job. I'm not going back to the ship, so I don't have an income coming in. So I'm like running at a loss. Then lockdown happens. Mm. I'm not working. 
I'm not going back to the strip. We're not shooting because we can't shoot. So now I'm living with my parents at 34 years old. I am dead broke. The bank is calling me about my bond. I have no more medical aid because I can't afford it. I have no car because at some point my car broke down during production. So I literally was bed bound because the only good thing I could do was sleep and wake up. Mm. Right. And I just found myself in this space of like, did I make the right decision? Was I, was I supposed to be an actress? Was I supposed to be a singer? Was I, should I have taken leave? Should I go to my old boss and beg him for a job back? Because, mm. you know, and also like my poor parents shame, like I understand this, the, 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 the nature in which they were raised and, you know, you must have a job. You have, and every day they're like, you shouldn't have done this. You should go back to, you know, your boss to take you back. And you, you know, um, and so I have this like, God, you know, come on. Like, mm. I prayed about it. You gave me peace. You gave me verses and you gave me, and I was in this space where I just craved for somebody to give me a word from God. I just craved for somebody to pray for me. Like I'd walk in a room and someone would be like, this is what God is saying. Nothing, mm. nothing. Um, and then I just got to a space where I realized God was giving me the opportunity to legit um, live what it looks like to say, when I say I live by faith, mm. what does that look like? When you don't have money in the bank that's like cushioning you, mm. what does that look like to live by faith? You know, when you don't have a job that's cushioning you, when you don't have a cushion at, at all, mm. what does living by faith actually look like? Um, and then finding joy in that, finding joy in the nothing. Like, I mean, we, I mean, it's been said, everybody was like, I just need a week of rest and I just, you know, I'll be fine to reset. I resetted and came back and I was tired from resting and went back to rest, you know? So for me, I think in that season, I really had to like learn what it looked like to live by faith, um, what it looked like to be generous when you have nothing, mm. um, what it looked like to uh, not serve to to serve God without having like a you you saw that God I did it hey so so where's my you know like even if you did not hear from God in that time does it change your, where you stand with him? And I was so grateful for that period. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, eventually like God, you know, luckily praised Jesus by like September, I started working again and then like it felt great, but I will never forget that there was a time where I legit, like, and that moment, that's when I realized there's different levels to broke. When someone says to you, they broke. Uh, it's like, I'm broke, I can't go to Italy or I'm broke, I can't go to Cape Town or I'm broke, I can't come to Pretoria to visit you or I'm broke, I can't go to Jamelis for dinner or I'm broke, I can't go to KFC for for Streetwise 2 or I'm broke, I can't even get into a taxi or a car to come mm. to KFC. Do you know what I mean? There's different levels to it. I was in the minute level. Actually, not even because I still had a house over my head. I still have food in the fridge because I was living with my parents. So I didn't even know other people's level of brokes, but it humbled me yeah. that moment, yeah. And I think, uh, so, I mean, when you're in that space where there's so much opposition and you're like wrestling with God and, and you're sitting on the other side now, you know, a year yeah. on, a year down the line going, oh God, I get what you were doing. Yeah. Like, I see how it's all played out. Um, getting to do all these different things, run in these different lanes. For the person who's sitting in that space, whatever that opposition obstacle might look like, um, I think there's such a, it's a question and I, I remember just teeing you up for it. Um, but when you have that dream that God's put in your heart, and you're so sure about it and you're so passionate about it. God's done this. He's put it there. Um, when should the dream die? Because you sit in that space going, yeah. maybe I heard wrong. Maybe this, maybe God's yeah. not, maybe this isn't it. Um, I don't necessarily think dreams die. They take different shapes in your life and in different season. In one season, 
another dream might pop up and that dream might sort of like lay dormant a little. And then in another season, you might realize this is why it needed to lay dormant. And now mm. it's coming up. Um, or you're just a different person and the dream, you know, the dream takes, I don't think it's, a, and also maybe dying is not necessarily, because dying sounds negative. Dying sounds like, oh, well, it's never going to happen. Um, but you revolve as a person and that no longer is a priority. So it's not that mm. it's dying. It's just like, I don't know what the word for it, but it, it's not as negative as it sounds. Um, cause I know for me, like I've been wanting to do, and also the funny thing is that I don't think sometimes we realize when our dreams come true, mm. do you know? Cause I'm just thinking like, like I was about to say, like, I've been wanting to be a performer my whole life. I've been wanting to do this my whole life. And I remember when I ended up doing it, I was like, well, I'm never going to do this, but I've been doing it, mm. you know? I remember thinking all I want to do is just star in a, like a feature film or a feature show in like on Netflix or like some big streamer. I'm a lead in a show on Showmax, do you know? Um, how it's come about is not necessarily how I visualize it, but it's come about, do yeah. you know? But answering your question, when should dreams die? Like, I think also maybe searching the motives of our heart for that dream. Um, yeah, I've had to do that. Like, I've had to like, well, why do I want to be a performer? Why do I want to tell stories? Why do I want to, is it for the, for my own little, did you see what I did? Mm. Um, but for me, it's come like, it's, it's my second breath. And that's why I feel like I need to do it. Um, I don't know if that answers the question. No, hundred percent. I think sometimes it's that idea that some mm. will be put on us. Sometimes yeah. God need, needs to put yeah. some pieces in place before. And funny um, thing, like, like, so, I mean, late last year, so I was, when I was sort of praying about this year and what this year is going to look like, um, the word that God gave me was acceleration. And he said to me, um, every single dream that you've had that's laid dormant is going to come to, and I will excel. And it's going to be as if you never waited you know, you haven't mm. been waiting so long for it. Such a and good word. It's, it's yours. So I was kind of like very excited for it. And then today, actually, Jen sent me a word on, on, on uh, WhatsApp. And I realized that in the last month, I've had so many encouraging words and prophecies over my life. The stuff that I craved back then, but I probably was like during lockdown period, I probably wasn't ready for it because yeah. I was like so, <laughs> so sad. And like, I wasn't ready to receive it. And now I'm like, okay, God. I see what you're doing, you know? Okay. So for me, in this season of my life, I feel acceleration as to which dream is going to come up first. I don't know. But as I said, I'm realizing now that my dreams have actually come to, maybe not in the way that I visualize, but they have come to. And yeah. I think that's so that's so inspiring for anyone. I mean, hearing you talk is just going to be inspiring. Um, and I, I really do love that idea of like, God will speak to us and he does continue to speak to us, mm -hmm. even in the moments where we're not necessarily ready to listen to him right. or hear him in the way that he actually needs to be heard. And yet the thing is like, cool, we're still going to, he's going to be patient yeah. with us. Um, if you, had, you know, look at you a year ago compared to now, you just see the, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. um, And so you can just start to lo knock those things off. I think it's been such a cool conversation. Yeah. Uh, understanding dreams, passion, things that God puts on our heart and how he works it, he'll do in his way. Mm. Um, and I think anyone who's sitting in that space is going to be so encouraged and inspired by that. So. Um, so thank you so much for sharing just a bit of your story. Pleasure. Um, we would love for you to actually share this with someone in your world. Obviously, this is something that uh, hits us all in different ways. Uh, everyone is going to have a passion. Everyone has a dream. Everyone has a purpose that God's placed in them. And so this is a conversation that's super important. So we'd encourage you to share this far and wide. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.